The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Ryan I'm Jay Semenix, live at the Freeman Coliseum Expo Hall at the South Texas RV Super Sale. Going on today until 6 o'clock tonight, Friday, Saturday, 10 to 8, Sunday, open from 10 to 6. On the Buyer's Barricades guest line is our good friend John McClain. You know, John, when you retired from the Chronicle, I thought you could come to the South Texas RV Super Sale and uh, grab yourself one of these nice rigs and, and enjoy retirement. Instead, it seems like you're working harder now than you were. Well, first of all, I don't work hard. What I do is not work. It's uh, a blessing. Uh, talking and writing and getting paid for sports is like stealing, and you guys don't know say very that well. out loud. That's that's like the secret society. That's that's supposed to be between us. And I would love to come over there and get one of those and travel the country. And someday I might because I'm having too much fun right now covering the Texans for SportsRadio610.com. Well, speaking of the Texans, John, they're in the playoffs already. I mean, it's a playoff game against Indianapolis this week. Uh, two different teams, though, got to be, right, than, than the two that met earlier in the season. What are you expecting from this game? A lot different than the first game. In the first game, the Texans gave up six sacks, still a season high. They fell behind 28-10, to 31-10, before losing 31-20. to 20. And they didn't have one tackle for loss. They, besides having no sacks, they only hit the quarterback once. And they, right now, in the last three games, have 14 sacks more than any team in the league. And they need one to break their team record for 40, with, with 46. But the problem is, for the second game in a row, they're going to have to do it without John Grenard, who is their league pass rusher. He's out. Will Anderson, Jr. played 12 snaps in the Tennessee game, had two sacks and six pressures. I look for him to play a little more, but not full-time. And then their tackle, Malik Malik Willis, Malik Collins, he didn't play in the last game. So they got big injuries up front, but it hadn't seemed to matter. They have still stuffed the run, and they have still gotten after the quarterback. They beat up Will Levis, the Titans rookie, knocked him out of the last two games they played. And uh, this one was handily twenty six to three. But you know, Texans they um Jonathan Taylor's back. He didn't play in the first game. They gave up hundred and twenty six yards. Taylor is five and zero against the Texans, averages hundred and twenty six yards. Last three games he's played against them, hundred and forty six. Now that pales compared to what Derrick Henry had averaged against him, and they totally shut down Henry, and I expect them to shut down the Colts running game, and I think the Colts will do the same to them, and then it'll come down to the passing of C.J. Stroud and Gardner Minshew. John McClain joining us here on The Blitz. He covers the Texans there for SportsRadio610.com, does the Utopia podcast. I, I, I look at this game, and I feel like Houston's going to go in and they're going to win. And, I, and, and part of that, John, is I don't know what to make of the Colts. They're 4-4 four and four at home. They're better on the road than they are at home. You know, I think about how they got destroyed by Atlanta. Uh, they beat the hell out of Pittsburgh. They lost to Cincinnati. They just got by uh, the Raiders. What do you make of this Colts team? They've been schizophrenic 
I think that's a good way to describe it. Now, that 4-4 record at home includes three victories in a row. They got off to a terrible start. And uh, they've had injuries. Everybody's got injuries. And But the Texans, I, other than Cleveland, I don't know any team that's had more injuries to keep players than the Texans have. But uh, the Colts, they they don't – they're impressive on red zone defense, but they're not impressive in yards allowed. They give up a lot of yards rushing. The Texans need to run the ball. Texans are 5-1 and one when they rush for 100 yards. They're 3-0 and oh when Devin Singletary rushes for 100 yards. So even though their offensive line struggles to run block, you know they're still going to try to run the ball to take pressure off C.J. Stroud. He had 384 yards, two touchdowns. In the first game, but it's because they had to play catch up and he had to throw so much. That's not the way they want to play. And they've got to do a better job uh, of their safeties covering. The safeties have not played well in pass coverage. The corners have, except against Cleveland. And uh, they're going to get pressure on the quarterback because they've been able to get pressure on just about every quarterback other than Joe Flacco. So, the Colts, you know, the Colts got a good defensive line. They got four players with at least seven sacks, and they always seem to play well against the Texans. I don't know how to explain it. And what I'm really interested in seeing now, Jonathan Taylor's playing against them again. Uh, can he and Zach Moss, who's been out for two games, can they um, build a running game? Can Taylor be the first running back to rush for at least 90 yards against the Texans? They've gone from allowing 170 yards a game, which was historically one of the worst in NFL history last year, to now they're tied for third, giving up 88. And in their last 14 games, they've given up 80. So they have improved in that area tremendously, even though they have a lot of the same players. It just shows what coaching and scheme and attitude can do. You know, John, all of that and why we love sports, this this game is why. Because I guarantee you, when you looked at the schedule way back when and you saw Houston at Indianapolis, final game of the season, there's nobody that thought this game would mean anything. I thought, Joe, it could be just like last year. Last game at Indianapolis, Texans lose. They get the first pick. They get the draft Bryce Young. Uh, Lovey Smith, they have Davis Love Davis Love. Davis Mills throws for a touchdown with 50 seconds left. Still a kick to extra point. Lovey Smith goes for two. It's complete. They win by one. Everybody here goes. It gets hysterical because it's cost them the first pick and Bryce Young. And that was a big game because it ended up helping them get C.J. Stroud. And it's a big game this year for a totally different reason. Texans are four and four in their last eight at Indianapolis. Wow. It's interesting. I didn't think it was that good. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and how about this, John? Primetime television, a non-noon kickoff. They don't get the early afternoon Saturday slot. They're getting the number one crew. They are getting the big game treatment that this Texans team has earned this year. Well, it's all because of Stroud. I was stunned when Pittsburgh and Baltimore, with the Steelers having a chance to make the playoffs, and even though Lamar Jackson's not going to play, that's still a big, a, a huge series in the AFC North that they put them in the early game and still the Texans and the Colts in the AFC South game late where you're going to have 
uh, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, and Lisa Salters doing the game. And Texans, you're right. They haven't even played anywhere outside that noon window. But it's like D'Amico Ryan's told us. They've, they've now played, let's see, nine games. It was cited by seven or fewer, eight of those by five or fewer. In those nine, they're six and three. They've, they've played four games decided with no time left. So they've been uh, uh, nine decided in the last 30 seconds, including four with no time left. So he calls it being battle-tested. But you never know. The key to me would be go up there, don't turn it over. They've been real good about that. You know, Australia has five interceptions compared to 21 touchdown passes. To go up there, don't turn it over. They're plus nine in turnover differential. Only three teams are better, which is a big reason. They're in this spot where they're in like right now. But if they lose it, they're favored by one. Everybody's picking them, which is kind of scary because when they're favored on the road, they don't do well. But even if they lose, they'll be disappointed. But when you look back over the season, it would have been a huge success based on where they were, 313-1, and and what we expected from them. Not only that, John, when you look at this, win or lose on Saturday night for the Texans, the future of this franchise is about as bright as it's been in quite a while. And that's the truth, Joe. They've still got Cleveland's number one pick, an extra four from Cleveland. They got a lot of extra picks after the first round, and they've got a lot of cap money if they want to re- re-sign guys who have earned it or bring in guys from other teams. So they don't have as big a needs as they've had in the past. They'll probably be people next year will pick them to win the division over Jacksonville and Indianapolis. But uh, I think this, if they don't finish in first place, that won't be too bad because then you don't have to play the first-place schedule. I think they'd be more inclined to fill that bill in two years when they get a little better. But uh, any way you look at it, it's been an unbelievable season. And as you guys know, when you got your quarterback, you know, there's nothing like it. All those teams out there that still need quarterbacks, but once you know you've got your man, you can work to fill around him, and that's what they'll be doing. John McClain joining us here on the Blitz. John, your prediction for Saturday night? Well, I'm, I've been picking the Texans. I'm going to stick with the Texans. I think I picked them on our Utopia football podcast. I think there's going to be a lot of field goals, 26-24. to 26-24. Ah, good game. Texans get the win is what John McClain is saying. Make sure you follow John on Twitter at McClain underscore on underscore NFL. John, have a great football weekend. We'll talk to you next week talking playoffs. Guys, thank you very much. I look forward to it. Appreciate it. The great John McClain on the Buyers Barricades guest line where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.